internet? Hey, internet. Hello, How internet. are you today, internet? <laughs> is Jeff the stand-in for the internet? Is he supposed <laughs> we, to answer? We're good. We're good. I think, I think we just broke the record for awkward silence. Like, that was like five <laughs> seconds in. <laughs> I'm trying to be cool, but uh, yeah. uh, that's never worked. So, so Jeffrey Gauthier has joined <laughs> us. Uh, Jeff, are you a knight? Because I it, I tweeted you as Sir Jeffrey Gauthier. Not yet, not yet. There's, okay. there's still time. Though. You do have the the Order of Canada, though, right? That's I, do, uh, I yeah. don't have. That oh wow! I thought you had been uh, recognized. Uh, not quite yet, no. Uh, this, still. of course, is Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online this week and explain why they're done for caring. I'm Derek. I'm Dale. That's Dale. That's Dale. That's I'm Jeff. That's Dale. Wherever he is, I don't know. <laughs> that's, so, that's Jeff. Yeah. Uh, in our Jeff side is... panel, they're all like one on top of each other. Then in the like actual Facebook thing, they're all like threes. Jeff, one on top uh, of each other. Long, eh? long time friend, <laughs> just stacked, stacked up like <laughs> flapjacks. Uh, just a long time friend of the pod. Long time friend of Dale's. Long time friend of mine. Uh, I've known Jeff for God damn it, dude! It's like twenty three or twenty four years. No, not that long. I think it's so not even twenty yet. Had a child yes. when yeah. you had met. That child would now be graduating from own. university. Yeah, if probably. we if own. we had a child, it would be too old to go to Epstein's Island. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Oh I, I'm drinking an organic energy drink because I'm trying to be healthy. Was that co- cocoa leaves in that? Uh, <laughs> better not be. But it's organic. It's just it's just chat. It's just like it's just straight up. I'm Jeff, very, I, wanted, I was thinking about this. Sorry, I just no. stepped all over your joke. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry too. We we used me the way I met Jeff was we used to work at Omega. This is where we'd sing the sweet Omega chant if we had one. But it was a college newspaper at Thompson Rivers University. When True. Were you there Sorry. when it switched over, Jeff? Or were you? did you leave when it was still college, so University I, College of the Caribbean? I was Caribbean University of College of the Caribbean when I left. Yeah. And it was like TRU the year after. Okay. It was in the transition phase. Yeah. You know how we used to work at the paper. And one of our favorite things was to come up with super bad pun headlines. Yep. Every time. I, as much as possible. I, I, I got the best one for one of the things we're going to talk about. Ready? Ready. China goes Greek. (laughs) I've been so excited to talk about this. You can't even, I don't even, I didn't know Derek was coming. This is even better. I've been waiting to talk about buttholes with Dale for like ever. (laughs) Let's just open it with the buttholes. Let's open it with with buttholes. So China. We're going to go down a dark hole. I didn't even look at the agenda. What are we talking about? <laughs> Buttholes, Derek. Perfect. Everyone's favorite Catch topic. Up. So in China, they have mandatory uh, COVID testing. And the scientists came up with this great idea that they would do anal swabs because it's more precise than the nasal cavity swabs. And people are losing their shit, pun intended. Yes, it's much more precise. It's uh, an easier yeah. access point. I guess it's like when you're giving a thermometer to like a child or something where they have the anal thermometer. Is that still a thing? uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Is that one of the horrors we left in the past? No, you can still get rectal thermometers for kids or adults if that's your your thing. Uh, is it optional? Is it like, it's, yeah, I'd it's like not. To request the uh, anal thermometer. <laughs> I, I think we have uh, we have evolved to the point where you can request your favorite mm. temperature taking <laughs> method. Well, hey, you are guys you... are both dads. 
Yeah. Could no. you give <laughs> I, an anal thermometer without giggling like a little girl? <laughs> my, uh, God. my guy's 11, so it's a yeah. little bit more awkward at this point. Like, yeah, that's, hey, buddy, come up here for a second. <laughs> that's almost as awkward as that awkward pause at the beginning of this podcast. Almost, yeah. <laughs> Giving a rectal thermometer to your 11-year-old. So look, man, I got to take your temperature, but here's the deal. <laughs> but here's the deal. So, I was on a podcast and yeah. the co-host decided that basically, this is how we were going to do it. Yeah. Basically, they said it's more accurate and uh, <laughs> you're going to get a better temperature reading from this. They basically so, chided me into doing this. So yeah, it's their yeah. fault, son. Have you seen how they do the COVID test with the nasal swab? It goes like, I've, it's pretty far. I've, I've had one too. Yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you I'm, also? I, I haven't been tested. I haven't left my house. So. Have you <laughs> ever had a neti pot? Yes. Yeah. Lots of times. It's like twice as bad as a neti pot. Yeah. I don't Have you ever like them. emptied a neti bad? pot your butthole? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it would be like that, I got to assume, for the, the rectal like, test. So when you do the neti pot, it goes in one hole and comes out of the other. If you do it in your butthole, where's it go? Uh that's it a just great question. Let me Google I'm... anatomy real quick here. <laughs> not, I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure it just jackass. So I'm pretty sure it just builds up pressure and then comes yeah. out the same hole. So have you guys ever had a colonoscopy? No. So I, I actually had one when I was like 25 or something like that, and it's awful. I just like it's, but it's the most hilarious thing. But it's also awful. So, so how like, awkward was the erection? <laughs> no, i just i remember the nurse though i, re- I don't remember much about trying to black it out but there, i remember the nurse like i was laying on my side and she's yeah. greasing me up and she's like she's like try to relax i'm like do you want to switch places like, <laughs> I was, relax i wasn't like what do you mean relax i'm like i can't get it i'm clenched it's just oh. i'm young i'm nervous this is the third or fourth time this has ever happened to me and uh I was, but but it's 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 thirty centimeters long. The camera on a on a stick. It's thirty centimeters up into your colon and stuff, right? It's so, like this long. Yeah, school ruler, right? Yeah, it's a ruler. School ruler. It's like thirty centimeters long. So I'm like, if I could do that, I could do like the anal swab for the. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could for the COVID. I, it's got to be like what? Like how far in are they going with the swab? I don't know. Well, you got to think because all the ones here are like drive-through, right? So yeah. you're gonna like <laughs> just, just pull like, up with your ass really? out the window. It's like when we used to do drive-by moonings on the theater <laughs> back in the day. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were intensive at that point. Their ass out of the window. <laughs> you just oh drive up to the testing and just start honking. Yeah. It's like a, at a Tim Hortons. They're just like a window and they just drive through. Yeah. <laughs> Boop. You're good to go. Have a good day, Mr. Gose. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Okay, you can go now. Please put your butt back in your pants. So are they looking at bringing these things over here? Like, is this a widespread no practice? We didn't actually read the article. We no, were just I like, read the articles. Let's go. I read the article. There's like no information. They're just saying, theoretically, it's more precise. And they don't. And like people in China heard about it. And they're like, we're not fucking doing that. Because they would be forced to do it. Like, because they make all their citizens do it. So they're like, well, it is more precise, but if we do it, we'll probably have to deal with like a peasant uprising. So, well, okay. So you just said peasant, peasant uprising, right? And I'm taking like the population of China is enormous, right? Mm, a lot of people like you got to swab a bunch of, bo- yeah, De- yeah, Derek, you've been there, you know, right? Like if you got to swab, <laughs> like think about the healthcare professionals in China and like, ha- you have to swab buttholes all day long. And I'm thinking about what I know vaguely. I, this story came up the other day uh, when the um, there was someone who peed in the plant pot at Richmond Center Mall. 
somebody was bringing this up in like a list of things that happened over like a long time ago or whatever. It was like at New Year's. And, and I was like, if there's people that like don't understand basic cleanliness in all cultures, right? Like, can you imagine like, I'm a, I'm, now I'm like a nurse or, a, or a, I guess, or an administrator of the swab and I have to swab all these buttholes all day. Like that can't be ple a pleasant scenario. Like a nose is kind of weird and intimate and gross. Like what's the next level? At least you're not looking at them when it's happening. I even, I even think like every time I go to the doctor, I'm like, this would be the most disgusting job just like rooting oh, around totally. in, in people's mouths. And yeah, now you yeah. think about like, what is the butthole if not the mouth that it's the mouth, spits it's the back out? Mouth. It's the back mouth, but it's like after the mouth takes everything in, the back mouth yeah. puts everything. So it's just as dirty. Dude, so think about when you're brushing your teeth. You can like look at it and like, ah, ah, right? Okay, think about when you're wiping your ass. You can't see it. You can't see what's going on back there. Dale, the worst part is- I thought Dale was gonna be like, I, I got a mirror mounted yeah. on my toilet so I can Come on. see it. Not anymore. Like the worst part is you can still smell farts ever. through the the COVID mask. So I can't even imagine how yeah. like if you get like one stanky butthole, that's ruining your whole. It's week. ruining your day. But you yeah. get like say you do twenty COVID tests oh, in a Jesus. day. You're like that's a whole lot of buttholes that you got to probe with. Yeah, like even clean buttholes, fresh yeah. out of the shower. I still don't want to swap twenty of them. If they Maybe were one or two, because you're still going inside, yeah. so you can clean, clean outside as much as you want, right? Yeah. Like unless you're like dieting or drinking barium every day, it's not really like a super. I had to do that. That's awful. By the way, just FYI. drink drink barium every yeah, day. You have to not every day, just for that uh, back before your colonoscopy. <laughs> before your colonoscopy, you gotta, you gotta get like you gotta get cleaned right out, right? So like you have oh, to yeah. drink this barium drink, and you're like, oh, it's not so bad. And then two hours later, you're like, I cannot stop shitting. I will just live on the toilet forever because it just goes right through you and it cleans everything. You want to be flushed out, right? Putting a camera in there so they want to like look around. So, should I tell this story? This is really gross. I don't know. Yeah. Do I mean, I mean you've already been talking about buttholes for 10 minutes. Oh my god. You have oh, a rapt this, audience right now. So yeah. this was in this was in Kamloops, right? So I'm like, I don't know, 25 years old or something. So I had like I had some internal bleeding. Let's just call it that for the time being. And I don't know why. I could have got hit. I could have got knocked out or punched or like something could have happened to me internally where I, I was in hockey right like, like you don't yeah. just get yeah, yeah. Hit knocked out in the street exactly pretty pretty rough and tumble town yeah so. i was down at the cami in and i lift <laughs> off and i got my ass beat, so. <laughs> shout out to my Kamloops people i don't know if the cami in is still there but oh god that's an experience and a half uh so yeah so i go to the hospital and i like go through that whole process and the nurse is like putting me on the thing and uh she's she's like they feed it up into your butt and then oh. like, and you're just like, okay, that's a weird sensation. Oh, you got a whole thing to start with. You drink the barium drink the night before you're not allowed to eat. You can't like do anything. And then you just uncontrollably shit for like an hour and a half. And then you have to administer once you're done the barium shits, once they finally run their course, you have to do an enema. So like you're, I'm on my back in the bathtub and I'm like, I'm by, I live by myself. And I'm just like putting this thing into my butthole. It's like the weirdest thing. And then you got to squeeze it. And like, you're basically squeezing saline water into your behind and through this thin straw and then it all comes out and then you gotta like wash the shower it's fucking awful right so then you're hungry you're not allowed to eat any food and you like and my appointment was like three o'clock in the afternoon the next day you can't eat anything because they need you completely empty so they can see inside of you right so i get there i'm laying on the laying on the bench and or the bed whatever and the nurse is like hey the doctor be in in a second he comes in and there's a fucking tv up in the corner of the room and I'm like, that's weird. The nurse turns the TV on. The doctor comes in. He's like, oh, ready to go. He starts feeding the tube into my 
butt and i'm just like oh it's like just it's kind of like it's cold and i'm not really ready for it and i'm oh. like okay it's fine and then i finally relax i'm like okay i can handle this and i can feel it like moving around and then you hear this like and you um, and you get this cramping in your guts and they're filling you full of air they're expanding your colon cavity so they can like look around with the camera and there's like it's on it's like a little camera on the end of a scope Oh yeah. And so I'm like sitting there and then I realized that the TV is the inside of my asshole and it's the camera looking around and the doctor's like looking at the TV while he's driving this oh, thing in my ass and it's looking around. I'm like, this is fucking weird. I'm like watching the inside of my butthole on television. Worst and, video uh, game ever. <laughs> the nurse is holding me down, right? And the whole process took like a minute and a half, like maybe tops. He's like, you can see the like the camera it's like like he's looking around i'm like oh that's like the inside of me and he's like yeah it does, looks good and then he just fucking reefs it out of me Whoa! like it just comes out it's like surprise I'm pulling i mean out he now. knew you were already cleaned out at that point so like there's yeah, not gonna be any yeah. accidents yeah there's so no like, there's no flashback or whatever there's no, yeah nothing just nothing happened he's like okay you're free to go and i'm like okay right i, I guess i just go and so like I just put my clothes on. I wasn't even thinking about it. My ass is all still full of lube, right? So I'm like walking around. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's all like in my underwear and stuff. And I'm all like greasy. And I'm like, oh, this sucks. So I go to the washroom and I like clean, try to clean up as best I can. Put my clothes back on. And Dale, have you ever been to the emergency room in Camlips? Yeah. Like the ER? Okay. So you know how there's like have a I've waiting... been to the emergency room. <laughs> so you know how there's that waiting room, right? So yeah. you go into the ER and then I have to walk out through the waiting room to get to the parking lot mm-hmm. to get to my car. And so what they don't tell you is that you're completely full of fucking air and nothing else. So I'm starving. I'm like tired. I've just been violated medically, medically violated. So I guess it's fair. (laughs) And I start walking and I'm just like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like taking steps. And as I'm stepping, I'm like in the waiting room. There's people like all around the emergency waiting room. And I'm just like, fuck it. I start running. I'm just like... (laughs) (laughs) and i was so relieved to get out of there and i'm like walking through the parking lot there's nobody around i'm like oh thank god and i'm just walking and i go to into the there's like this little booth where you uh like pay for your parking yeah right like it's like a little glass booth and there's two of those parking meter things in there and i'm like oh thank god and i look around there's nobody around I'm like oh it's good and i put the put my credit card in the thing pay for my parking and i just all this air just comes out of me it's just like this massive fart and i turn around there's like this gorgeous woman just right beside me and i'm like of course <laughs> yeah fucking classic right I'm like, <laughs> so i'm just like i run away like a child <laughs> i get up to my car and then when i sit in the car i, I should have had somebody drive me there it's just fucking horrifying and i sit in my car and it's just like <laughs> Like you became the whoopee cushion oh and you're just was, deflating. All the air. And there's no stink though, right? Because like I'm completely cleaned out. So it's yeah, just right, Jeff. <laughs> nice cover up there. Yeah. It's yeah, okay, it guys. Good. It, it actually smelled good. It actually yeah. smells amazing. It smelled like barium. It's delightful. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was awful. So like, I, so, so after having gone through all of that, I think I could probably safely do an ale swab for COVID if necessary. Yeah. But, <laughs> I would say so. I like how the moral of the story took like that long. <laughs> yeah, I can take it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. 
things happen. Yeah. We do have a uh, we have listener Aaron in the comments saying that he recently had a uh, a colonoscopy, an endoscopy, and yeah. a COVID test all in the same like week period. So in uh, the butthole, did it, or Aaron was the no, he got the regular, the regular, yeah, the yeah. the nose, oh, but yeah. all all his holes were plugged. Aaron, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. So you know what it's like. <laughs> it was a long time ago and i'll never forget it it's like one of those things you just won't forget it's like it was so i ridiculous. bet that girl beside you will never forget it either. oh my god <laughs> yeah. i should have just like asked her to marry me or something like hey yeah. so he, he, he would go out you're like, like this is about as bad as it gets <laughs> yeah There's you'll never see me worse than this so there's a misconnection you yeah. were farting like a sailor <laughs> yeah. the... i never read the paper i worked for the paper why would i why would i read it yeah totally oh man hey so. speaking of getting reamed in the butt <laughs> hey i was just gonna say how do we segue from that but Derek comes through in a came nice through job. big way uh wall street oh, took, yeah. took a drubbing <laughs> uh over the past couple weeks guys from i found go, something to explain it. what happened sorry go for it, go for it. The, somebody posted uh scott graham posted on twitter someone had posted a picture in reddit that explains what happened because I didn't know what happened at all because I don't know much about stocks. I feel like this whole thing is teaching people about stocks though. So Are you I know a little bit about it? stocks and, and I like legit checked my, uh, I checked my investments to see if I had any game stuff. Just in case you parked some money <laughs> yeah. there a while ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just in case. Right? Like, so, and I know, I know that I would like, I probably, I wouldn't, I don't buy like individual stocks. I have like groupings of, of stocks here and there. Yeah. And so like I, because I'm a, I'm a knight. So I have stocks, but <laughs> I have stocks. But, but I like, but I checked my, stocks. I checked my like RSPs and stuff. I checked all my investments just to see if I yeah. had any, and they're just for safe, just for fun today. And I'm like, no, I, I totally yeah. don't. Um, and it makes sense because the groupings that I have uh, yeah. are like a little, some of them are a little more safe. Some of them are risky, but they wouldn't buy something that's hedged. Right. So like, yeah. that's, that's the whole thing. So like this whole concept of hedging is uh, it's like, it's a total fuck show anyway. So like, it's I fucking kinda... crazy the the way the, like Dale, do you want to, you look okay, like really, you look really it. eager to jump in with your explanation, but I haven't tried to it. read on the podcast in a minute. So just <laughs> stick with me. Word? <laughs> okay. So it's quite long. It's that long of all that's words. What all right. So nice. <laughs> this is this is explaining what happened with the GameSpot stocks. So, um, oh, you're off okay. to a great start, buddy. <laughs> the first, the first par- breath, sentence, baby. the first half paragraph was introductory to be like, I know some of you don't understand this, and I didn't want to belittle our audience, so I'm just pretending that half of us know what's going on. And for those who maybe need a refresher, I'm not going to say people don't know what's going on. Okay. First, you need to understand what a short is in trading. A short is when you borrow a stock from a broker and sell it immediately at its current price. Then you hope the stock's price falls such that you can buy the stock back at a lower price and return the shares you borrowed to your broker, but keeping the difference. Example, let's say I want to short stock XYZ, which is current price of $10. I borrow one share and sell it immediately at $10. I have $10 now, but I owe my broker the one share I borrowed. Then let's say the price of XYZ drops to $7. I now decide to cover, buy it back, my short position and buy one share at $7 and return the one borrowed share to my broker. 
I made $10 when I sold and only had to pay $7 to buy it back lower. So my profit is three, the difference. But now let's say that instead of XYZ price dropping to $7, it goes up to 15. I still need to return the one borrowed share to my broker, except now it's going to cost me a lot more to buy it back. If I buy the, it back at $15 so I can return the borrowed shares, my losses will be the $5 difference between selling at $10 and rebuying at $15. Since the price can rise indefinitely, my potential losses as a short seller are unlimited. At some point, I have to buy it back to return the shares I borrowed. The more the price rises, the bigger my losses. Now, for GameStop, a few weeks ago, a Redditor on our Wall Street Bets, that's the subreddit that this all started in, noticed that a hedge fund had taken a massive amount of short trades against GameStop. Wait, I want to I want to add, it wasn't just a massive amount. They shorted yeah. 140% of the stock. Yeah. So oh, Jesus. they took all the stock available and then some and shorted it. And I yeah. have no fucking idea. So how- that's what a hedge fund is. That's what a hedge fund does, right? So their whole game is hedging their bet that that stock is not going to make money so that they can get their money back, mm-hmm. right? So that's the whole hedge fund crowd. That's what they do yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah. So this is Reddit just exasperating that process in their favor, Yeah. which is so- fucking rad. It's, 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 all, I love it's it. so cool. So the, the subreddit, they convinced everyone on the thread to join forces and buy as much GameStop stock as possible. This made the price rise in the hedge fund's short position start to lose billions. Their losses even surpassed the $13.1 billion that the hedge fund was worth. Yeah. Eventually, the hedge fund had to close their short position and buy all the GameStop stock back at much, much higher prices, sending the price even higher still. This is called a short squeeze. Now the hedge fund is declaring bankruptcy and the Reddit thread is com- combined going through other hedge funds and massive short exposure so they could short squeeze all of them into bankruptcy as well. Yeah. The last reported thing they're looking at was AMC, the, you know, the, te- the television. Yeah. Company. AMC. So I thought they were at- talking. And they own yeah. theaters. Uh, they yes. were talking about Blackberry yeah. as well. Yes, was, Blackberry was as well. that kept coming up. So I'm like, please fucking let that happen. Um, <laughs> Blackberry, AMC. There's been a few other ones that they've been throwing around, but like, mm-hmm. I have to wonder. So hedge funds took a absolute fucking shit kicking. And now all these, uh, these wall street, um, I know where you're going with this. this is Whatever. Our regulators are, are no, calling for regulation. They they're want calling regulation. For re- these, for these fucks who have like coasted <laughs> by. They've been doing this, been doing this exact thing for a, for years. Forever. Like ever. Yeah. Since the 80s at the Zero very least. regulation. They want the retail investors, which are like, they're Robin schlubs. Hood. They're yeah, like yeah. guys like fucking me and you who are I have like, a buddy who's a day no. trader. That's his whole job, yeah. right? He, all or he does is like trade people, stocks on the People who are like, oh, I have a, a couple thousand bucks. You know, I, I've heard some good news about this investment. I'm going to throw some money in there and just like see what happens. It's like an investment, yeah. right? So they're calling for regulation of like normal fucking people when, when they've just been like skirting laws and like operating like the fucking yeah. wild, wild west for, for decades. It's insane to me uh, that, that they're the ones calling for regulation on normal people. Yeah. yeah, they're the and, same ones that were getting bailouts when that whole bailout yeah. thing was happening yeah. too, right? So it's like it's yeah. like fuck. At some point, you got to just not feel bad for these people and be like, hey, how can we encourage Reddit to do more of this? And so like, another thing, well, you have was, to email they, uh, me when you're gonna do it. So yeah, I give me a heads up yeah. so I can buy some of the stock. Yeah, I gotta. Robin I don't know how Hood, to use Reddit. 
Robinhood, which is one of those apps that you can buy stocks and stuff through, actually made it so you can't buy GameStop. And a bunch of the yeah. other trading platforms made it so you couldn't buy either. And then what the same thing did, they did you guys hear about what they did with the Dogecoin? I don't even know what that is. It's so like a, it's a it's joke. A, yeah. Like Doge, like the dog, right? Like yeah, it's like, it's like a joke cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency but okay. it was created like exclusively as a joke. Like it's okay. not ever yeah. intended to have any value. <laughs> right. Uh, and they, and they all bought it. So it's like with cryptocurrency, it's like stocks. The more people who, who buy it, the more it like goes up. I don't know. I right. can't, I don't really know the intricacies. The, the value is in, the value is exactly in the like buy in the buying. How it works. Yeah. If if you if something notices that a bunch of people are buying something, it automatically assumes it it's more value. Yeah. yeah. So it will gain in value. And if people start fucking selling, the opposite will happen. Yeah. So yeah. they were doing this with Dogecoin. So everybody was buying it. And then like people made a whole bunch of money off their old stock from like 2014 and stuff. Or not stock, yeah. uh, cryptocurrency. Yeah, the cryptocurrency. Stuff. Yeah. Well, you, so, you have to wonder now if this is going to be a thing. Like if Reddit, if Reddit can mobilize and now it's, it was on this subreddit called wall street bats and all the media attention they got from this. I think they had like 300,000 people when it first started. Now it's up to like three or 4 million. So you have to assume a subreddit with the power of 4 million people behind it to say, mm -hmm. we are going to pick this stock, go after it. Like that, that is, it's a little worrisome because you're like, okay, at that point it is like market manipulation. Like they yeah. name a stock. Uh, the guy who headed up uh, this whole thing, his name is, uh, his username is deep fucking value. Uh, I, I think he's a day <laughs> trader. And what happened? He had a short, <coughs> or no, he had a long position in GameStop uh, when it was, the price was, I think the strike price was like $12 or something a share. And he bought a bunch of long positions and base, which is the opposite of a short. Obviously yeah. you buy it based on the assumption that the stock is going to go up and Eventually. then you can flip it and sell it. Uh, he ended up making, I think he posted his, uh, he hasn't sold yet, but he's, he's in the area of like $18 million that he's oh, made wow. on this based off of his uh, 12,000 long <laughs> positions. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like fucking crazy to me, but like, that's, so now it's an insane return. Yeah. yeah. And now you have to wonder like, okay, is this thing going to become like a hedge fund in its own right where they're yeah. going to be like picking stocks and advising people on how to invest yeah. and making like mass per because it, it has basically uh, democratized. It's gotten all these people together. It can, they can pick stocks. They can mobilize people to buy or sell. Uh, so I, I will be really interested to, to see what happens. After. I mean, regulators, like the money is going to, talk right like mm -hmm. some some shithead uh hedge fund investors is probably going to get his way but it was really interesting to see all these politicians on both sides of the aisle like you had yeah. ted cruz and aoc and fucking everybody else saying like fuck you let the people do their thing although we'll see if that was just a you know a yeah PR like stuff. as soon as you try to step in with this because the whole shorting thing wasn't that what crashed the economy in 2008 yeah that's exactly what it was yeah, so 
you got to let him through. Otherwise, if you stop it here, then it's just going to devalidate the whole past of the stock market. And then nobody will trust the stock market pretty much. I think there's but, has to be some regulation. You shouldn't be able to short more stock than is available. Yeah, exactly. yeah, like, that, that, I think that's maybe, the, I think that's maybe the we put a, like a guardrail in there to make sure <laughs> yeah. that doesn't as happen a, again. As a closet anarchist, I love this shit. Cause I'm, <laughs> the, the, con- the concept that you can, that like a group of motivated people can yeah. fuck the system that makes me so happy it makes yeah, me so happy yeah. i'm sure i'm not involved in it but as like a casual observer i'm like the the fact that people put their efforts into mm. something that completely changes the way the world works eventually yeah. it's like the key concept of like this is this is how we should be doing things yeah i agree guard, safeguards should be put into place where they're like they can't go that far but yeah. that whole concept of shorting, overshorting a stock—that's yeah. the way it's been done by it's the been, professional yeah. investors forever, right? So, like, on one hand, yeah, we should have guardrails. On the other hand, like, go people, fuck the Don't. system, change it, like, make, I, it, and make it better for everybody. It was crazy. Like reading reading some of the threads on the subreddit, there were all kinds of fucking stories from people who were like, "This this is going to change my life." Like, yeah. I I lost my job due to COVID this year. We were basically homeless, and now I'm going to be like a millionaire. Or people who could pay off their student loans in full or people who could buy yeah. first time homes and, and start a life. And it's fucking part of it. You look at it and you're like, we've let the system get to this point where like people have to like kick the shit yeah. out of a hedge fund in order to, in order to gain, be able to ahead. like to get or, to, uh, or to yeah. be normal, not even to get ahead, but like yeah. to, to, to even to out. Just like get a fucking foothold in life. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, that's a bigger problem, but like, yeah, I'm with you, man. Like fuck, fuck the hedge funds, fuck the wall three wall street yeah. establishment. And uh, yeah. this was, I think one of the like most uh, massive uh, redistributions of wealth in like human history. So yeah. it's, it's uh, incredible. This, right? is, like it's, this is really yeah. good because it's also, it's like, it's even if you just take stocks out of it and like, yeah, this is good. Like I, like Derek was saying, some guy posted, he put in 6,000 and made 130,000. So now he like bought a house, but it's, it's like, it's for me, the whole thing about this is the positivity it shows like yeah. this is going to be like super like woo woo but it's like how positive <laughs> you could be as a Dale's group. always a woo woo guy <laughs> I like woo-woo. that's where the real power of the population is and it's like through the manipulation of like media and advertisement and stealing data and everybody feels like they're have less and less power but this is just like a shining example how if we act together that's basically the best thing you can do and it's like the weird thing is i've been listening to a lot of conspiracy theories lately what all breaks lately basically all the conspiracy theories break down to is they're just trying to divide the masses like if you look at like the bipartisanship of politics and like how russia's trying to interact with the populace and get people to fight with each other as soon as you like stop separating into smaller groups and join forces then it's like the populace is basically can just say and like what they want and they can make change super fast i was just thinking dale like uh throw out a conspiracy theory just to make you think uh covid (laughs) covid is uh separating the populace and splitting them off into single lonely pieces maybe that's a like maybe does it exist i don't I've literally not met anybody who actually I don't know anyone in real it's like life when, got it Dale I don't know anyone when the house. lions isolate <laughs> the gazelle from the yeah. one lonely gazelle runs off and yeah. the lions can fucking that's that's COVID yeah, that's COVID um, 
No, I've I've met I think <laughs> my cousin got COVID and someone I work with got COVID. The the real the real thing about COVID, like if you want to get into COVID conspiracy, uh, I was I was just talking with you. I believe I it's real. I just think <laughs> that they thought it was going to be way worse than it is. Yeah. Like there's so many people who get it and they're just like, ah, it just felt like I had a cold and they get over it. But there's like all these people who get it. And they think they're going to be fine. And then they just end up getting fucking stuck in the ICU and stuff. So it's like, and then with these new strains that affect people differently, I think the biggest fear is you don't really know what's going to happen. And nobody fully understands it. Even after over a year of this. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like stock trading and shorting. Exactly (laughs) like that. Like I don't fucking, Dale read his whole fucking spiel to us. I'm not any closer to understanding anything. I'm getting in on it. I got a hundred dollars in wealth simple. I'm gonna stock it up. Nice. <laughs> I try. I was on the fence all last fucking week when the stock price mm. was at like 147. I was like, should I buy it? And I was like, no, it's not gonna go higher than that. It's at like 350 right yeah, now. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I bought. I actually bought Apple stocks in like 1996. Oh yeah. And, yeah, and, and then I, I like I held on to them oh. for like a, a few months. I was like, this is bullshit. I need my money, and I had to I had to like pay for some college courses or something. Oh, yeah. So so I took it back out, and I'm like. Fuck, I wish I kept it in there. Yeah, but the problem with stocks is you can only make money off the stock market if you have a you, whole bunch of money just extra. Like if you have like a hundred thousand dollars you right? don't need and you can just leave in there, has, then you'll make so that. much money. Nobody has that. So like I've been investing like a little bit of money since I was 18. So now I have a bunch of money and the more money that you accumulate, not a bunch, you know, I'm not like rich or anything, but how much money, Jeff? I'm not going to say specific, but that's the actual measurement. A bunch of money, a bunch of money. Uh, Is that more than a lot? Let's just say after the podcast, I'm going to go Scrooge McDuck in my, in my bathtub. In the same bathtub you gave yourself an enema. <laughs> an enema, yeah. Same oh, one. God. I hope you changed the curtain. I actually can't find the enema. It's buried in the coin somewhere. So it's, it's back there, the empty one. But uh, but like now that I'm older, like I'm 44, I've been investing since I was 18. So that chunk of money, it, it's, it was like so slow to watch it grow. It was yeah. so slow. But now that I'm older, it's building quicker. Oh. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that's what it is. That's why I've been painfully putting part of my income away for this long. Like, even when I was fucking destitute, I was still putting away 25 bucks a month into my into my uh, things. Like, uh, there was a very brief period where I was on EI and I was still investing 25 bucks from a, a month from that EI money into my investments. And so, like, wow. long term, I set myself up for it. And it was fucking killing me because I really wanted, like, some food. But yeah. it was like, if I keep this up, I'll be able to retire and I'm not going to feel shitty when I'm older, right? I'll be able to like figure it out. And now that I've said that, somebody on your podcast is going to figure out how to hack my fucking accounts and take <laughs> my cash and be like, I'm broke. And, uh, I've, I like that you think that many people and people that smart watch this podcast. It's like, yeah, it, only takes one, it only takes one person <laughs> who's just smarter than That's us true. to figure it out. That's true. Uh, if yeah. you recently took on uh, Wall Street and won, uh, your next challenge is hacking into <laughs> Jeff Gauthier's <laughs> retirement yeah, hacking fund. Hacking into my meager retirement savings. <laughs> uh, Good for you, man. But I, I think that's like that's worth applauding. Is that like you as an eighteen-year-old had the like the foresight? Oh, like, no, no, no. I didn't have the foresight. I had a girlfriend's dad who was an investment advisor who told me I better fucking do it or I can't date his daughter. I mean, oh. <laughs> it works. So whatever, whatever got it done, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I could have used a father-in-law like that at yeah. that time too, because I didn't put any money away. Also, I, I, read, 
I read The Wealthy Barber when I was 19, I guess. Like, after I started investing, I read The Wealthy Barber. I don't know if you've heard that book. But like it's fucked. You can't. It doesn't apply to today's standards. When I read it, it's like you you take you take thirty three percent. You like don't go any more than thirty three percent of your income toward your living expenses. I'm like, have you fucking seen? Have you lived in Vancouver yeah, before? Ever it's not, in Vancouver. Like, it's not even possible, right? So I mean, like, unless you make a whole bunch of money. But that that's the thing, though. The, the theory of the book is that it's scalable, right? Like mm. you, it doesn't matter how much you make. You're supposed to put 33% into your maximum 33% living. So find a living situation that allows you to have that 33%. Then you pay yourself first. So every time you get paid, you put a little bit of that money towards your future. And you, it's not a savings account, but you invest that money. So you keep a little bit of savings. You keep, you pay yourself, get your savings, keep your living expenses low. It's like, it's basically like, the, and, and so like, I've had that, in my brain since I was like, oh, yeah. young, a young kid. And it's not like I grew up fucking poor, man. Like not poor, poor, but like poor, poor, like yeah. low, low middle, very low middle. Like, like could have been poor at any moment kind of thing. Right. Like, yeah. So, so I hear it was that. kind of, it was important for me to like be able to set some money aside. So, so as a closet anarchist and as a person who had the foresight to save <laughs> some money and as a person who was like, go Reddit, fucking take all that money. I'm also like, fuck also i'm trying to like not be poor when i'm old and like be able to <laughs> retire so like so there's i think being alive is a shit ton of mixed emotions just in general and it's mm-hmm. like one of those things where like i have these thoughts where i'm like fuck the system also the system is keeping me <laughs> healthy yeah. and for the, not, for the not my system everyone fuck else's the system, system. <laughs> but leave my system be if you don't fuck know this is yeah. the system to a very specific point oh, fuck where it that stops system. that system <laughs> yeah. over there fuck yeah. that system right in its covid tested butthole <laughs> So anyway, I the social structure, but everything No, but that's else, great because that. like everyone, you know I mean, everyone who grew up uh, in, in our generation, like we, we don't fucking understand it. I grew up, both of my parents are fucking financial advisors. Like I grew up in a house with two financial advisor parents and I didn't start investing until my early thirties. And I look back now and I'm like, if I had taken like a fraction of my alcohol or mm-hmm. cocaine or just like buying yeah. dumb fucking shit budget in my twenties, I'd be light years ahead of where I am right now. Yeah. So, but you know. like, so- I just started a couple of years ago through work. They did like the RSP matching. That's the only investing I've done. That's to- awesome though. Do- take advantage of that. If oh yeah. Like I, it, I do. I have like a bunch there, but anyway, so it's like, <laughs> What I'm Don't trying to say is like, we've all three that. of us have started at different <laughs> points and all three of us are better now that we started. So if yeah. you're listening to this and be like, oh, fuck, I didn't start investing. I'm way behind. Just start now. Start, start now. now. Start now. Start now. Yeah. yeah, You can go, you can go on fucking wealth simple has actually, I've, I found it to be like super easy. There's a lot mm-hmm. of other like robo traders out there. Your bank can maybe hook yeah. you up too. Well, simple yeah. isn't too expensive uh, if you're not making or investing a lot of money which i am not um it says but, it's um it's free to trade like there's no uh what's that word yeah you can do Commission. well you can do trades or you can do you can set up a tfsa you can set up rsp you can just whoa, like buy whoa, whoa, whoa. the tfsa is kidding though TFSA? man that is awesome oh it's tax-free savings account uh, yes. it's a you can oh. put in like five thousand dollars a year or something uh, as a maximum contribution you put it as little you put as little as a hundred Ten or something, and yeah. then as maximum of five thousand, you put it in there, and at tax time, you're not taxed on that income. You, you just write it in there. Yeah, so, it gives you so, a deduction on your taxes. So every year, 
you can contribute that maximum amount if you want up to that maximum amount. So you can like, it started running on what, 2017 or something like that. It hasn't been going that long. So you can fire some money in there and it's like fucking, that's like hiding cash. So if you have that money that's available to put it in there, it's not taxed and you get like the rebate at tax time. So, cool. so does it stack? Like if I put in- It stacks. Yeah. So 5, it's 5, 10, 15, year. 20, 25, 30, 35, yeah. you can stack it. So it doesn't really gain a shit ton of interest, but, it's, the, but it but, doesn't get taxed as- Oh yeah. So I first. wouldn't have to pay taxes on 10 grand. Correct. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna as go you do get, this. As you, <laughs> I don't know about that grad, but I'm gonna do this. If you got a couple extra bucks, or like save yourself a couple extra bucks, or like stop drinking for a week, or you guys don't drink anyway, it doesn't matter. But like, or don't don't like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what people buy anymore. Like, well, I, my I, thing is like fucking like DoorDash right now is like oh, I look yeah. at my DoorDash budget and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. fuck, I'm yeah. spending like thousands of dollars a yeah, month that's... on DoorDash, which is just like stupid. Uh, I, oh, dude. Put, I put on the COVID nineteen for a while. <laughs> I was gonna fuck. say like I Test for I that was, through your butthole. Yeah, I was saving a lot of money not doing anything with COVID, and then I bought a computer. But right. yeah. now I have a computer instead of doing whatever I did pre-COVID. <laughs> whatever yeah, totally. I did, which was also nothing. I like, <laughs> yeah. well, I'd, I'd be like traveling. Like I would go to Alberta every like twice. Yeah, totally. Year. Like that whole whatever. travel thing is like, mm. it's fucked now, right? Like we, we set money aside to travel. We had tickets to go to Scotland back in October. And Scotland. Like, Sorry, and, and, you know, we, we can't go. And we had money set aside for that. So we bought a king size bed with our travel money. Like, hey. oh, it's also also it's not here yet still oh. and it's shipping in two parts we'll get the mattress first and then the uh, actual bed uh at near the end of february so, at least they did it in that order and not the other way okay so but we did that with my son because we we're going to give him our queen size bed so he's got a queen size frame with his like little guy bed on it so like, oh you poor bastard <laughs> you can have our queen bed when we get ours. <laughs> yeah there you go so. I was going to say you could have college staycation since you only have the mattress on the floor. <laughs> yeah, you know, I should do my master's degree instead of buying beds. I should do yeah. something fucking useful. Right? Master's yeah. What? Yeah. Fucking useful. But you're this guy. I work in education now, so I have to, I should probably be smarter. Oh, than, yeah. Than you I probably am. get so a discount. Holding, I totally do. Yeah. So like, nice. at hold, I'm holding like, you know, two bachelors in a dip tech. It's not Wait, do they, do they give you an employee discount on, uh, uh, on like no education? So it depends on your employer though too, right? So your employer can, will, can kick you some of the money. So I won't be able to do my master's where I work. I'll have to go elsewhere to do it. But uh, your employer, our employer will match uh, some of the money to toward furthering your education. So not bad. Yeah, so you know, I'm, I'm 44. I'm a little scared to go back to university after not having been there since uh, 2001, 2002-ish kind of thing. So <laughs> it's been 20 fucking years since I've been <laughs> taking a college class. Actually, that's just, not true because I did the dip tech in like 2007. Yeah, so. I went to like Welder College like three years ago. Yeah, and nobody cares. Like, like I thought, especially with like 18 year old trade students, I thought I was like, Oh, I'm never going to hear the end of it. They're just going to like dunk on me all day, but they kind of do, but it's like, it's, <laughs> they kind of call you an old fuck and make you cry at the well, end of every it's day. Not to the extent I thought it was, and it was all like in good jest. But what I'm trying to say is if you feel like it's going to be awkward because you're old, it's only going to be slightly awkward. Well, yeah. Like, so do you remember going to university and like, you always see that one dude in the back of the class who's like at least 65 and he's auditing the class or she or whatever, like just yeah. gray hair. Sitting just in pretend, the back. You're, pretend you're that guy. 
man. No, I, I think it's different though. Like for the for the master's program where you're like a career track master's program, it's a little different. There's gonna be more people like me in there that are like just doing it for the job. Do you get a blazer with like leather elbow the pads when thing you finish? On it? Oh fuck, that'd be so rad. I've always wanted one of those, but I can't pull it off. I'm like, yeah, you, can, you can pull can, anything off. You just have to pretend you don't care about yourself. They can they can see the dirt bag right through the fancy. <laughs> the, the yeah, it thing. doesn't matter what you. It doesn't, wear. Matter. it doesn't matter. Look at me, Dale. You know me. This shit just shines through, wear, baby. Yeah, just put like cloth pads on your leather motorcycle jacket. <laughs> yeah, totally. On the arm, that'd be perfect. I could totally do that. Hi, can I have two swatches of tweed that are about this big? Hounge tooth. Yeah, just have like these hounge tooth. How? All right. Hey, speaking of, I don't know, rich Hounds assholes, tooth. idiots. Uh, so we've talked about assholes and rich. Oh, I'll, I'll oh yeah, yeah we're, now we're combining it. Rich <laughs> assholes flew to the Yukon. <laughs> So, oh! so I don't know if uh, if that was uh, awesome for people who for our international listeners. British Columbia is a province; it's like a state but Canadian. Yukon is a territory, which is also like a state but Canadian, but north of the provinces. Uh, they had a remote indigenous community, I want to say, who yeah. was in line to get. Uh, they got like a shipment of COVID vaccinations there because they're serving remote communities first. Um, and some and, dickhead um, first nations, people are high risk cause they have a high risk for di- diabetes. So that's why first nations people get like the elders of this first nations community were kind of put bumped up so they would get like, yeah, I don't know I if it matters, know that. but they are getting Moderna because they're like, it's like, um, it's out in the middle of nowhere, so they can't send Pfizer because they can't keep it at like minus it cold enough. degrees. Yeah. So they send Moderna. So I don't know if, like, I'm only bringing that up because this couple who's from Vancouver went to the Yukon and got one dose of the Moder- Moderna vaccine, but they can't go back to get their second dose. Well, not after they got busted, right? Like yeah, they, that's true. So it's a gaming company CEO and his 25-year-old No, I think girl? she's in her 30s. Oh, is she? She looks much younger than he Oh, yeah, she's he in her 30s. Okay. She's 23 years younger than him. She's 32. He's 55. Okay. He And I, would, I just want to say, before we dunk on these people too much, I just want to take the uh, – You're going to be devil's advocate? Well, I'm, I'm going to be like angel's Hi, really? advocate because oh, I can oh. see why they did that. Like I, like, I don't agree with them doing it, but I can understand why if you had the means to do something like that, you would. Because, like, everybody's so freaked out about COVID that they're like, oh, my God, we got to get this, like, vaccine. Yeah. We got to do this. And well, so I'm we also got COVID. We I, got I some, uh, some insider. Can we, can we share the Oh, don't say info? who told us. Just No, say, I won't say who told us. We got some insider we, info. It's someone have, who knows yeah. the girl, and she yeah. had lost her brother to COVID. So I could see why was, like yeah. there would be okay. some extra panic and, and maybe the guy was being, uh, you know, I know if my wife was like, I need this fucking COVID vaccine because I'm shitting my pants, please like help me get it and help me feel more at ease. I'd be like, fuck yeah, babe, let's hop in the old charter jet. We're going to fly to an indigenous community. Um, but at the same time, like, no, it was a fucking, it was a boneheaded move. Yeah. Like, One thing I want to know is, like 
my whole contention with this whole thing is like, yeah, so he has money. Yeah, they fly up to the Yukon on a charter plane. But it's like, how did they know that they could just show up at this place and say they were because the way it worked was they said they were working at a nearby hotel. And so that's why they didn't have to have proof of address to be there. They just had to say there because they're letting people who worked at the hotel get the vaccine and stuff. So, so I they worked out this whole, this, this wasn't just them going up and being like, yo, please give us the vaccine. Yeah, no. It was them like premeditating this whole yeah. scam. But I'm, I think conspiracy minded Dale, I feel like there is a facilitator in the middle of all this. Like, because I yeah, don't someone think who's like allowing them in. Yeah. Some, well, even somebody who's like, Hey, you can come here and do this. And it's like, if someone, said to them like if you pay this money you could do this by going to because it's like there's only a hundred elders at this place so it's so small and tiny there's no way they just googled it and been like oh here's a small community let's go there so yeah, i someone think someone like someone was like hey if there. you if you come up here wink wink and if that's what happened how many other people have been like not specifically at this one but is there like one facilitator who's like aligning it up for so a whole bunch of well-off people can do because like if these people got caught you got to think there's got to be people who didn't get caught like is this a bigger problem are we just scratching the surface that dude is high profile though too because is it wasn't he part of the gaming thing that's under investigation right now like the the hearings and everything the what Uh, i read that canadian gaming yeah the great canadian gaming casino that's the people the money laundering thing he was part of that yeah, he's part of that so whole I'm sure money laundering he, inquiry. Maybe that was part of it. Maybe he's like, "Well, if I lose my job, is that such a fucking?" Now he doesn't have to testify, and now yeah. he can just now he can go through and he can re, and he can leave the with a bunch of money, and he's got his COVID vaccine. Uh, I was thinking like good. video yeah, games. Got his no, 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 dude. This is like the great Canadian casino guy that's being investigated right now by the the hearings and the commissions. Oh, he did uh, Tennille in the in the. Uh, we need a fact on the podcast. Just she just said that he resigned, but yeah. he made forty five point nine million profit on stock options over the last thirteen months. Yeah, so, so. he's doing. He's not wanting. He's not going to be joining the, uh, you know, <laughs> the the employment line anytime yeah. soon. Oh, I got an idea. So we get this case land on our desk. We just got all the facts that we know. We get to pick the punishment for them. What do you think? What? How big of a slap on the wrist do you think these unnecessary are? Unnecessary anal swabs. <laughs> I would say they have to get swabbed every day. Every be- day. Because you could probably test positive for COVID while you have it active in your system, yep. right? So mm-hmm. you get you get every anal day, swabbed. Every day anal swabs for COVID. <laughs> yeah. I would I was thinking more like should they get because they're get they're like going to court and stuff, so they could see jail time over this. Do you yeah. think they should see jail fa- time or just like pay a fine or i think that's the shitty thing is that we keep seeing these uh these people violating covid regulations yeah and they get slapped with the fine which is normal but it's always like fucking rich people and it's always like oh like this this restaurant opened and decided to keep operating and they made like you know fifty thousand dollars off of remaining open yeah. and their fine was twenty five hundred bucks and or like, like the, the dude that had the party in his house yeah. and charged people cover and had enough money to pay the fucking fine to, like to pay the fine stuff. and probably yeah, turn right? a profit like turn a profit plus paid the fine it's like yeah. the cost of doing business as they say i don't know who they are people yeah they, are, they but they do say that shadier than me mysterious <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Thanks there. laughs> appreciate the backup on uh, that one 
Yeah. So I think like, I don't know that they're, gonna, I'm sure people are like really eager to make an example out of them, especially mm-hmm. like the news is starting to come out now that like, Oh, maybe we were a little too optimistic about this vaccine rollout. <laughs> maybe yeah. it's looking like 2022 by the time life goes back to Fuck, normal. man. Seriously. I'm fucking over it. Like fuck all of this. And, uh, but so I'm sure they're, they're eager to make an example of them, but I don't know if they, I don't, I'm going to even say that like, they don't deserve, jail time yeah no they don't deserve that like it's like it's still something that they're giving to people for reasons like yeah they jumped the line but they were still in line to get it eventually right and it's and like the thing that they did that's the worst thing is the travel the travel thing really right like that's the oh, worst yeah. thing. like don't travel it, and the thing is though it's not a travel ban it's a do not travel advisory right mm-hmm. like a dude i know went to fucking hawaii recently like people just aren't going people just are fucking traveling still there's like there's two very or two many different distinct pandemic experiences for people i've yeah. left my fucking house right i mean okay so not entirely true i do coach hockey we can get into that later uh mm. but it's like is that still happening physically distanced practices it's a fucking it's a fucking grind. <laughs> oh, I, he told me about this over text. Dude. And I said it was like a middle school slow dance where they have to yeah. stay this far apart. Six, eight, five. They're supposed to stay five meters apart on the ice. Have you ever tried to keep like eight to 12? Five, five meters? Yeah. yeah. Like, so so what we're doing, so I have to get up at five o'clock in the fucking morning and go to Canlan Ice Center. And I have my kids come out and we pass the puck back and forth. And we do skating drills without pox around cones. And that's it. Like, there's no checking. There's no contact. There's no actual playing. So, like, yeah, I'm not, like, I'm not not leaving my house. I go shopping to get groceries. And I fucking go to hockey. And I live it. And I sometimes go into my office. But mostly I'm in my house. Right? Yeah. So, like, so the biggest problem that we have here is that there's this travel advisory where people are not supposed to travel. The, the dude and his wife, they fucking flew. They literally took a plane. And they went to a different province a different territory a different area of the country mm-hmm. and then there's this whole vaccination thing on top of where they basically budged in line you know what this world has a ton of people who budge in line and no one that fucking cares yeah so so jail time yeah it's a little harsh they want to make an example of them fuck this guy he's a rich asshole who can fly around do whatever he wants but like jail times maybe a little bit much for the punishment if that's the case how many people are going to start jailing for flying around or for yeah, oh, yeah. In line? i mean I'm hopefully gonna- so I'm, I, don't, I, mean, I don't like this guy. I don't encourage what he's doing, but he no. effectively he effectively butted in line. We've all been somewhere where someone is butted in line, and the worst consequence that they get is, "Hey, buddy, you fucking butted in line." Hey, fuck you. And then yeah. that's the end of it. That's it, right? Yeah, no jail. And he gets in there before we do, and, and he he gets to see the opening band, and I have to wait outside. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's a, a good, great metaphor, Jeff. Anyway. So I'm gonna I'm gonna level with uh, our our listeners who maybe aren't. I've I've traveled uh, oh, to I've traveled to the states four times this year. Um, my wife is American, and in order for us to like be able to see each other, uh, I've I, a I had to go there to get married to her, and then I've I visited her a few times since. Um, it's a fucking anxiety inducing experience. I would not oh, recommend sure. anyone do it. Like it fucking sucks. And every time I go, like I went the first time in March because I was like, well, I got to like beat this before the borders get shut down. And even in March, I was like, oh, these cases look bad. And then every time I've gone since then, I'm like, holy fuck. Like, I'm guaranteed getting COVID when I go down there. Um, but I, like, wear my mask. Don't fucking go anywhere near any people. Like, isolate when I'm down there. 
What? I have a question. Yeah. Uh, has it, ha, so if you've been on an airplane, have any, has anyone like taken off their shoes and put in their, put their like barefoot <laughs> in your seat bare while you're flying? I mean, like, you're going to like, ah, <laughs> fuck. I just, I, it's like, that's like, like that's worse still than happening. COVID. I would take COVID over like a naked foot coming foot. through my chair while I'm sitting in the airport. And I'm really hoping that's been the nicest thing about assault. traveling during this is that no one's <laughs> on fucking planes. Like, yeah, that's so, a good point. I'm yeah. no one's on planes leaving Canada. Once you get to America, it's a fucking like, everybody's no, everywhere. Nobody cares down there. Um, yeah. but up here at least it's it's a lot more chill. But now they have um so I had another trip to go visit her and her family in March. And uh Trudeau announced this week that anyone coming back into Canada, it doesn't matter if you're Canadian or or a foreign national, uh unless you have like a, an official exemption, if you come back into Canada, you are required to get a rapid test at the airport, which is fucking great. That is what I yeah. wanted all along. That's awesome. I was going to yeah. say, at least we finally got rapid tests out of this. The le- less awesome part for me uh, is that while you're awaiting your rapid quarantine. test results, you have to go to a mandatory hotel quarantine. And that sounds it- awesome. It does no, until you're at your expense and it's at a selected government hotel so, and it's fucking expensive. Even though like the even the at my expense part, I was like I was reading this story and I was like, okay, test, that's good. Okay, like three day quarantine while I wait for test results. Get it. At a hotel at my own expense, fine. Pan Pacific uh, luxury suite. So the fucking <laughs> price tag on this is two thousand yeah. dollars. Oh, wasn't it up to two thousand? It's up to two thousand nope. dollars. Oh, is it up to two thousand? Yeah, I thought they were like it could. So be if up I check, to. if I pick the like Best Western package, it, it could be like four hundred bucks. So apparently, you don't get to pick. You just get sent to the hotel that they choose that's oh, within shit, the region. Like they yeah. spin a wheel. Like yeah. <laughs> This is all a conspiracy to just get hotels. Oh, hotel. <laughs> I mean, it 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 does like they are going to be feeding hotels business, and the hotels yeah. probably need that lifeline right now. But I was just like, fuck, like especially because like I live alone in an apartment. I don't mm-hmm. fucking. You could just quarantine there. I it's could quarantine here. And, it, like I wouldn't be interacting with other people who allegedly have COVID. And then people uh, have to clean clean up after you, right? Like after you've lived in that hotel for the mandatory quarantine period, then fucking workers have to go in there and clean up after you. Yeah. Whereas if you the, go home, you're responsible for your toilets. For yourself, yeah. And I just leave them for 14 days, at which point the virus dies. And yeah. then still continue not cleaning my toilet after that (laughs) (laughs) how are you supposed to get to hotels do they like put you in like an airlock bus like in a they they do like they're gonna have but they're gonna have like it's it's it sounds a little like it's just a vancouver taxi It's a yellow cab. Just get the fuck out. <laughs> Somebody go. barfed in there earlier. You're fine. It's yeah, okay. they're going to have like cops stationed at the airport and like uh, guards that will load you onto a bus and escort you to the hotel. And at the hotel, you will remain under guard. Because uh, I heard a couple stories earlier in the pandemic. They were like, you know, if you come back to Canada and you don't have a place that you can safely quarantine, we will put you up at a hotel and we will do it on the government dime, like the government paid for it. They didn't charge the travelers. And all these stories coming out of like, all these people are having like hotel, these people who just got back from traveling and could potentially have COVID are having like social (laughs) gatherings and parties and like fucking each other in these hotels. And they're like, some of them were like, well, I could just like walk out into the street and go to the club if I wanted to. Like no one gave a shit. So 
that's going to be a little more uh, a little more strict than that. Yeah, it only took them a year to actually enforce. <laughs> like, it's all wishful thinking. They're like, we're going to do this, and you have to do this. It's like, do we really? Are you going to actually – is this the first one you're going to enforce? Like Jeff Well, that's said, the other thing. Every, every time I came back into everywhere. the country, and a couple times Kate's come here, uh, we've quarantined for two weeks at my house safely. But, yeah. like uh, – no one, no one has come by to check if it. Well, if we they will now. So. Like, yeah. I mean, but you called gonna, them out on this very popular. They're going to step it up now. Yeah, they're going to hack my accounts and they're going to come over to Derek's <laughs> gonna, place and make sure he's in there. I got yeah. There's one on the way here right now to move in. He's my new roommate. Um, but so you uh, have an FBI guy like that meme. <laughs> Here's Jeff. I was surprised. The hot take memes from uh, like nine months ago. <laughs> Very relevant. Might as well be ten years. So relevant. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So you know that's uh, that's the the situation. But I was just I was surprised that like they weren't. They were like I get that we're Canadian and we're polite or whatever, but mm-hmm. uh, we were relying a little too heavily on the honor system. I yeah. think. And I think polite uh, is is uh, a vast difference from someone who makes good decisions on <laughs> yeah. right? it's like you can be the nicest most polite motherfucker in the world but you can also do dumb shit we'll tell time. the government to <laughs> fuck oh, itself me, but totally we'll do so politely yeah exactly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I think this is like the opposite of the GameStop thing where we saw how good people could be as a group. A lot of this COVID (laughs) tragedy basically how shitty people will be if they could get away with it. They're like, I'm going to Hawaii. What are they going to do? Sue me. The world is full of vast differences, my friends. Vast differences and experiences for everyone. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, awkward silence. Okay. Uh, I like an awkward silence. So do you want to was just choking on water here so. <laughs> <laughs> i was just thinking about the vastness of various people's experiences it's uh, like, gonna, with like the shittiest segue ever let's just go super light since what are we going talking into about the pink kd is this I for girls it. no i'm still that was a joke that was a joke how dare you assume the gender of my crap dinner <laughs> that was a very terrible uh, joke pink's one of my favorite colors i I have questions about this Kate, this pink Katie. So I've seen it. I've seen the article. I read it. I was like, ah, pink Katie. And then I was thinking about it. I'm like, wait a minute. It's pink Katie that's flavored like candy. So for those of you who don't know what Katie is, Kraft Dinner, uh, I think, what do they call it in the US? They call it, they call it Mac Mac and Cheese. Mac and Cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So up here, we just, we colloquially refer to it as Kraft Dinner or Katie or. It's because we're so lower class that we consider it a meal. And down there, aside, (laughs) it's crap. It's mac and cheese up here. We're like, oh, it's Kraft Dinner. Dinner. So the thing about the pink stuff though is. Can I still put hot dogs in this? No, no, I- <laughs> yeah, but they're camouflaged. You can't find you can't them anymore. Tell where they are. So, okay, here's my question about it. So when I first read it, I was like, okay, it's candy. It's like mm. macaroni-shaped pink candy that's sweet. And then I started reading about it. I'm like, wait, is, is it fucking like you have to cook macaroni in a pot? And then like yeah. mix the pink candy-flavored powder? Yeah, what I read, it said... Hold the they fuck said up. It's, it's like regular flavored. It's yeah, candy they, flavored. The thing I read, it's like regular KD and you put, you get an extra sachet with your dinner that you mix in 
And I don't know if it's like you put the cheese then the candy or if you just put candy. No, no, no. It can't be cheese and candy. That's like the, that's not a combination anybody ever wanting to put in a bowl together. Even macaroni and candy is a bit of a stretch for me. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Wait. But now think about it though. Carbs and sweets go together just fine, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so I've been, I've been thinking way too much about this. This is like, yeah. so I'm, thinking, I'm not even like a chef. I'm a fucking vegetarian. I don't even eat food that's like real for the most part. But it's just <laughs> well, I don't think there's any I meat and candy, KD. No, but like, but the point is like so what, i'm just thinking of this like from a flavor profile perspective yeah. like it's not really much different than if you have like a sugary or like a powdered powdered sugar on a on a croissant for example right yeah it's kind of the same thing you have butter you have carbs you have sugar it's not much different than like a regular confection it's just trying to wrap your head around the fact that you've been eating craft dinner since you were a goddamn kid, and it's cheese powder and cooked macaroni. It's, it's savory. It's, it's not savory. a sweet dish. It's, so uh, it's ra- yeah. It's flavored with fructose, natural flavors, and vanilla extract. The candy. Oh. the candy will. Okay, okay, so, okay. So, so I so also really add that, and it still has the cheese in it if you want. And it will. Packets. It does say you're supposed to add it to the cheese. Mm-hmm. Seriously? Okay, okay. That's different because yeah. then you're getting like a salty sweet thing going, and maybe Ooh. it's delicious. It could I'm be like for it could be like this is good. A cream cheese Danish. <laughs> like if it tastes like a cream cheese Danish, yeah. I am one hundred percent in. Or even so, like you can you can mix like cheddar and. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, sweet, something sweet yeah. potentially. Honey, apples, cheddar, honey, yeah, yeah. cheddar and apples. apples and- or this could be like sweet and sour. Like you put sweet and sour sauce on your uh, chow mein. That's oh, so like I, sweet pasta. Initially, I was reviled. I saw this like, what the fuck? Like, why would anyone? Yeah. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm not, I'm probably, I don't really eat craft dinner anyway. Like, uh, it's like, it's like a, Weirdly enough, here it's a treat. We have it like very once in a while, and it was like, "Hey, sweet Katie!" And really, <laughs> it's like it's my poor wife, like, "Oh fuck, I don't have to cook anything actual for dinner." That's, that's why like, she's rejoicing. It's not because yeah, of the yeah. flavor. It's yeah. like a fucking not, easy night. I'm not making everybody a salad, and she doesn't have to cook anything. So it's like <laughs> fucking perfect. Like a pile of here, here's your your app, your evening pile yeah. of of lettuce. So it's yeah. So it's like, we don't have to cook anything. It's like this easy dinner. So I'm thinking about it. I'm like, hmm, you know what? Maybe this isn't such a bad thing after all. I'm like, will I try it? Eh, maybe. I mean, I've tried other gross shit. So I'm with you. I haven't had KD in probably four years. Long time. And this has got me on the fence. Like, should I try this? Like, it'll be so bad for my gout, but <laughs> worth yeah. that anyway. That's, so like, I'm over 40. I probably shouldn't be experimenting with fucking sweet crab <laughs> dinner. That's really nice. Come on. I should stick to my regimented diet plan plus all the other shit I'm eating from DoorDash. So yeah, like, there you go. Spring rolls. <laughs> send. Yeah, like that dollars. You mentioned like the flavor, flavor profile of it. Like I'm, I'm starting to think of like you could put like chicken in it really good because chicken can handle sweet and flavor a lot like well like breaded sweet and sour chicken it reminds me of something that's going to end up on chopped at some point like like, like, in the bag today is cod liver (laughs) kd kombucha and matzo ball soup like oh fuck okay that's i got this no problem i've had this before it's not a big deal I'm gonna do a KD a pink KD deconstruction. <laughs> right? <laughs> totally. Oh, like... uh, chefs, judges on your plates in front of you have a pink KD. Oh, uh, to the yeah. of the comments just said you can't buy it from the store. You have to win it. They're having it's a contest apparently. Yeah. So I, so that all makes out, sense. Yeah. Fuck. So Thank finding you. out I it takes to... effort, I'm immediately out. Yeah. Like, fuck that. I don't care. Yeah. I don't and like, like 
if I had to like go to the store and pay a buck fifty for a box of it, even then I'm like, do I want to try it that bad? But like, fifty cents yeah. more than a regular box of candy. Having, exactly. <laughs> Having to like enter. I could buy GameStop stocks with that. And <laughs> just eat regular candy, like a yeah, chip. exactly. <laughs> I yeah, I, I yeah, you're right. If you have to win it, that takes the fun out of it. So so, what have we learned from this, gentlemen? This is all a big fucking marketing ploy because we're all yeah. talking about it. We're all like, we're talking about KD. Everyone's like, ooh, weird, big KD. And everyone's talking about big KD. And you only get it by winning it. Like, fuck you, Kraft. You're doing it again. You're making us want something we can't have. You know what? the (laughs) essence of marketing. For our listeners who would love to try pink KD at home, try this life hack. Make regular KD and put some fucking red food coloring in it. And like, boom, (laughs) romance. I I I was not... Pour a bottle of Pepto Bismol right into that candy. <laughs> that too. You're good to go. A twofer. That's or, what they call it. Or licorice nips. Just mix those. No yeah. <laughs> Fire some cinnamon hearts on top. Of Did it. they I say what flavor it was? Oh, if it was cinnamon, that would yeah. be. Yeah. Derek, Derek said it was vanilla. It vanilla. Right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I mean. Vanilla. You know. Yuck. You know. Vanilla and pink. Man, I'm like, it's a fucking cinnamon bun at that point. Without the, I keep yeah. saying cinnamon. I guess I really want cinnamon right now. Tanil had a great suggestion. She said, put a packet of strawberry fun dip in it. Shout out to fun dip, the single greatest candy of all time. What up? Oh, lick them sticks. Yeah. Yeah, lick yeah. Lick them yeah. the uh, the most awkwardly worded candy you can get. Lick them. Yeah, it says lick them on the stick. Lick them. Lick them. Yeah, love that. Have Teaching all dip. the kids about cocaine before they ever had a chance <laughs> to get that. For real, me and my cousins used to like. We would go to the fucking store and we would buy uh, Fun Dip. We would buy Big League Chew. Runts. Uh, I was never a big league chew guy. Oh, no, uh, yeah, we I, got like gobstoppers. It was all the Willy Wonka shit. Willy and then Wonka's when we go home, we would open all the boxes and we would put everything in a pile in the middle of the table. And then we would literally cosplay as drug dealers, like divvying it up and giving everyone their share. <laughs> and then we would do, <laughs> do their drugs. So I thought you were going to say, don't you touch that. Don't you touch that. Yeah, don't you touch that. Snorted it. That's what I thought. That's where I thought the story was going. So no. I'm Although the, we the also. Ordered pestle. <laughs> yo, were you there when we snorted fun dip in, in our teens? Oh, no. Would not recommend. Not I feel like it burns. Sounds like it would hurt. Yep. It, it that's exactly <laughs> what it did. I, I accidentally <laughs> snorted a bunch of pepper one time and it almost died. That was awful. Yeah, that would. There's a whole situ- situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, we were protesting. It's the thing. It was actually oh, okay. like shot in the nose with a bunch of pepper spray. Jesus. <laughs> Do not recommend. Uh, Anarchy! <laughs> yeah, and that's why you're only like a low-key anarchist. Fuck that system over there, not this one. If I ever leave this house, I will if fuck I, I will fuck the system. That right other system, the not, this current, <laughs> not this current system. All right, Dale, we got anything else that you uh, uh, were horny to discuss? I mean, we're over discuss? an hour. We've got a couple more things we could talk about if you want. Oh, I want to talk about Bond because oh, I always yeah. talk about Bond. So I feel okay. like... If I don't talk about this Bond, people will be like, why didn't Dale talk about Bond? He always annoys us. But this one's hilarious. So the latest <laughs> Bond movie, which was supposed to come out in 2019 and then got pushed back to 2020 and then because of COVID got pushed back to this year. They're pushing back again because they have to refilm some scene every time they use a cell phone or technology because now all of the product placement with technology is two years old. So every time he answers oh, the phone, they have to like take out the old phone. It's Daniel Craig on a Huawei. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck, we gotta reshoot that. What's wrong with him always? That's what yeah. I rock. Yeah. <laughs> Although they are old. Yeah. So. Oh my god. Do you yeah. remember? Do you remember Wayne's World when they did that like blatant product? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Wayne's World, like, uh, so Little, I was thinking about this the other yellow. day. Newprint, yeah. Like, what <laughs> happened to Newprint? You can't get Newprint as a painkiller anymore. But I just remember little yellow, different Newprint. They're like, fuck, you can't even buy Newprint anymore. I think it was. I think Advil ran them out of town. Anyway, I digress. But yeah. So that I didn't know why the reason why they were mm-hmm. reshooting everything, but that makes sense though. If the stuff's two years out of date, it's not going to make any sense. James Bond being an accurate period piece set of movies makes sense. Yeah. Why so it was like Nokia phones, Omega watches. And then probably the cars in it. Uh, Adidas footwear, Ball- Bollinger champagne, and Omega watches. Oh, <laughs> and like, I don't know if the champagne's changed that much over the past no. two I years. I hope it but... hasn't. It's gotten better in theory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny because well, they always get that vintage bottle of 2017 champagne <laughs> yeah. Bollinger. Yeah, they're like, oh, this 20-year-old bottle of champagne is two years old now. We can't drink that. You can't drink that. Yeah. Oh man, maybe we should go back and reshoot some of the earlier episodes of this podcast with better product placement. <laughs> yeah, with better tech. Yeah, we could do that. Right, any kind, yeah. So we Even though the tech we get is all old and poopy yeah. anyway. Sure. So <laughs> Super why, poopy. Why do you like bombs so much? Is this a new uh, reason? Well, it's a recent thing because in October, Crave, the streaming service who doesn't oh. sponsor us, but if they want to, I'm open to it. They put down. up. They put all up all the bond I'm movies. I'm open like I've a never, COVID swab station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had never watched any pre-Brosnan Bonds. I, I watched um, Moonraker with my brother once. So I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to watch. And it was like like peak COVID. So I was like bored. I was like, I'm going to watch nothing but Bond movies until I get through all. I think there's 25 of them. 24 or 25 of them on there and yeah. so i just started watching bond and i started at the beginning and i was like the first couple days i went hard and i watched two a day and i didn't watch anything else and then i think after about like number 13 i got like tired of it but i still oh, i've watched them all now it took me just over a month to get through all 25 so of course i always talk about what i'm watching and i was watching that so and then it's funny because every time we have a guest, I'm always Bond always comes up. So I'm always like, oh, Bond this and that. It's and you. Then, it's you who it's brings you it up. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not. It doesn't come <laughs> up. Or... I, I do care about Bond. I have no idea. I'm not a guest here. So why yeah. don't you talk about something your guest likes? <laughs> what do you like? I'm actually watching that documentary about crack on Netflix right now. Uh, or Dosed? No, no, no. Oh. It's called oh. Crack. It's literally oh. called Crack. Uh, and it's just, we watched half of it, but I'm old, so I can't stay up past like 10 o'clock now. So we watched <laughs> it, we're like, my wife's like, I'm sleepy. I'm like, okay, we should go to bed. We'll finish this tomorrow. So after the podcast, I'm going to watch the remaining part of it. Wait, is this but, like just one documentary? Yeah, it's, it's one like documentary, like an hour and a half. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so I, remember, like, I watched uh, New Jack City. You remember you watched the New Jack City with I Wesley Snipes? Oh my God. It's like an old movie, like from the, from I, the like I'm, I'm aware of what it is. I just have. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, it's literally it's about that whole crack epidemic in the in the 90s and so like, I'm oh. like this is right in my wheelhouse of like not crack specifically but like the the music and the culture and everything like leading and the mm. whole like ep- epidemic of crack in the united states and the whole reagan like say no to drugs nancy reagan's like say no to drugs thing when mm. like they're the ones bringing it in and that whole the iran contra 
scale stuff. Scale. This is my news wheelhouse. I like fuck. I'm so old now. Like nothing makes sense to me anymore. But the uh, uh, documentary on Netflix about crack in the '90s finally makes sense <laughs> to me. Like, nice. This is why I can't get a master's degree because I have no relevant information yeah. beyond 1998. Derek, what are you watching right now? Uh, a bunch of things. I'm watching uh, an HBO show called uh, Euphoria. It's like a, oh, it's a teen good? drama. Oh, dude, it's it's fucking it's like heartbreaking in a lot of ways. Like it's um, it's a teen drama, but it deals with like a lot of really heavy shit. Like one of the girls is in rehab. Uh, there's a trans girl in it. There is, uh, you know, like a- abortion and pregnancy and like abuse and assault and like all this shit. So uh, watching that makes me very fucking scared to have a child right now more than Dude. anything. Dude. Um, and it's like a super accurate portrayal of all those things. And I'm like, is this a shit that like kids have to listen to me sound like a fucking old man, but like, I'm like, is this what <laughs> kids are like now? Like, are yeah. they dealing with these things? Man, like, I, I wish I did. Hey, is, does your son go to school? Like, is he going to school right now? He does. Yeah. He's been in school the whole time. Yeah. So. Same with mine. Same with mine too. Right. And like, when I ask him what he did at school today, he's like, nothing. And he's he's kind of a homebody like me. We none of us really leave the house. He goes to hockey practice, he goes to school, and then he comes home. Yeah. That's it. And he goes to hockey practice with me. He doesn't go out of the house. He doesn't see any friends. I'm like, this poor bugger is like living on his Nintendo Switch. And like we're trying to engage him whenever we can. But like he won't talk to me about what's going on. He's in grade six now. So he's starting to get to that point where he's like too cool to talk about things. So when I watch a show like that, I freak the fuck out because I'm like, am I connecting with my child properly? Yeah. Do I know what's going on in his life? Does he have these challenges? And then I like walk him to school and I see his friends and I'm like, oh, they're a bunch of dinnerheads. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's nothing going He's on not here. in this shit. Yeah, you're I just see, about to start yeah. listening to Cats in the Cradle and cry. Exactly. <laughs> I got a couple of years. I can, I can see the kids are like, there's the bully, there's the nerd, there's the jock, there's these other yeah. guys. They're all talking about all the, the archetypes. Dinner. You, you yeah, know, yeah, all the archetypes are there, and I'm like, oh, okay, nothing's actually happening at this school and i'm looking i'm like there's one kid who uh i can't looks like she's way older than all the rest of the kids now like obviously it's one of the one of the females the female students uh she's like had a growth spurt and she's like Mm -hmm. easily taller than every other kid in the class she looks like a young woman in his grade six class i'm like okay so maybe that's the biggest thing going on (laughs) why is she so much larger than all of us like that's what i'm like i was gonna say maybe maybe she's an undercover journalist like uh never been kissed oh my god yeah (laughs) doing an expose yeah totally so yeah so like i'm not i so i i think about that stuff all the time don't watch the show Okay, I'm not going to. Don't watch it. Uh, thank you. I don't appreciate the reverse recommendation. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't ever, ever watch not it. Not going to. Uh, another I'm, one you might like that I've been watching in, in tandem with that is uh, The Pharmacist. Maybe you've seen it. It's a documentary about a guy. Uh, he was a doctor. No. Does it have any crack in it? No, he was a farm. <laughs> he was a pharmacist. It does. It close. It's got, uh, he was a pharmacist in Louisiana. Uh, and his son was murdered in a drug deal. And uh, in order to avenge his son's death, he started taking on like um, the opiate, eca- uh, oh, yeah. opiate oh, epidemic. Nice. Uh, he noticed like all these prescriptions were coming in. There was like this prescription mill, like so, and cops wouldn't help him. DEA wouldn't help him. So he basically mm-hmm. like tried to take this, this one doctor down himself. Uh, I do not know if he succeeded because I'm only two episodes in, but that's, nice. that's a good one too. 
you watch Netflix like you read books. Like I, I know you a little bit and I know you're a big reader. Yeah, but like, I like have, have a few going a at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I can watch one thing. Like I literally watched Crack, the first half of Crack last night. I've watched fucking nothing else all day. <laughs> and then yeah, I'll watch I that later. That's one thing. Cause if I start reading something else or watching something else, I will forget about that previous one. So, yeah, yeah, dude, if it wasn't for I continue watching in Netflix, I would forget everything. Oh, totally. I watch, yeah. I'm on like, <laughs> six different shows at once i cannot like, do that i can't right now i'm watching salvation which is a show on netflix it's like it started in 2017 it's like it's funny because it's like if you hear about it you're like this sounds dumb it's like political drama with like interpersonal like boss or boss and like underling are like hooking up and it's all secret and you're like this is boring and then it's like there's like a tech genius and then this guy this kid at mit who's like trying to get like into research and you're like this is boring and then there's like an asteroid heading towards earth and then they have to all like figure out how to get rid of this asteroid so it like gets like into dell's realm where there's like science fiction involved so it's like a light science fiction drama and it's a lot of like behind the scenes political stuff that i just kind of put up with for the tech <laughs> just to see those those asteroid shots yeah exactly and then i'm also watching the expanse but i feel like i've talked about that you have much like james before. bond it's yeah. something you bring up every episode the only other thing that we're watching regularly uh and this is gonna make me again this is right back to my like redneck slash smart redneck roots we're watching bat <laughs> we're watching battle bots Ooh, oh nice, nice. <laughs> there's a new season of battle bots on right now and so the family yeah. sunday night we watch two hours of battle bots on tv oh nice everyone loves it my wife is into it i'm like you're too smart to watch this babe. like you should go do something else like let me and the boy watch this and then we'll talk about it. it's basically wrestling premises with robots and oh, fucking nice. nerds like eng them. engineering right it's like engineering, it's engineering and wrestling, and wrestling. Like, yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah and it's like i'm gonna come get you we're gonna come out fighting i'm gonna we're gonna come and drop the hammer on you we're gonna take you out and it's gonna you going down and like, this is fucking amazing there's fucking pyro and shit's blowing up oh, and people nice. like i'm gonna i'm gonna kick your butt next time mister you're in big trouble like, oh my god this is amazing yeah. Uh, Tennille said her yeah. uh, her family is is a Battlebots family as well. So yes, sweet. so we're, like it's a family thing, right? Like my <laughs> wife, my wife loves it. She like we were, and I didn't notice it. She's been kind of like casually watching with us. And then last Sunday there was this bout, and we watched it, and she was like, "Damn, that was a good fight." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I said that." Arlene and I were just watching it, and my wife's like, "Damn, that was a good fight." There was like sparks and things were flying apart. It was nice. so cool. Yeah. Is it still like just like the like one usually got a flipper and a hammer? Like, are they still like this, this big kind of battle bots? They're, they're 250 pounds. So what? 250 pounds is the maximum weight limit on them. Unless if they're, if they're wheeled, they're enormous. Like they're these, they're, it's, it's out of control. Like it's giant. You remember the And they used to be bots? like little, little yeah. like remote control cars. Mm -hmm. or yeah, basically now, like... They now have two operators. So somebody operates the battle bot and then there's another person operating the weapons on the battle bot. Some of them have flamethrowers. Damn. <laughs> Dude, some of them have flamethrowers. Some of them have vertical saws. Some of them have horizontal spinners. Some of them are flippers. There's this one called Mammoth. That is like six and a half feet tall. It's like all this weird angle iron and has this giant flipper thing on it. And it's throwing things out of the ring. Um, this one that was, it's just like basically a spinning top with an antenna on it. Uh, and it 
hit one of the other bots and sent it up into the lights and it broke the lights and there's like glass what? shattering all over the place. Oh fucking man, wild. Jeff, this so is good. intense. My penis can only get so <laughs> erect. Like, you got when you say <laughs> when you say it flew out of the arena, it flew did out it of like, the box, like not into the anybody crowd. or did it like it's, it's a it's a plexiglass box, so it can't hit anybody. But it okay. hit like. After the matches are done, the floor is all scarred to shit, and the um, the plexiglass windows are all cut up. Like you can see chops in it. Like these things spin at five hundred miles an hour, what? and they like this one has a front spinner on it. And when it's driving around the box, it's so unstable that as it's driving, it's like the the momentum of the spinner is making the wheel come up off the ground, and you can hear it. It's humming. It's like. Like you can fucking hear wow. the whizzing of the thing. I'm like, that is gonna break something, and then shit just explodes. Like they, that's nuts. They, the machines come apart. Like if if it doesn't end in a like violent destruction of robotic parts, we're like, eh, that was fucking boring. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's like we're so desensitized to these robots now. Like, a, it's a robot, not a human, so you're already yeah. like, desensitized. And now yeah. if it doesn't blow up, it was like a bullshit match. But oh, good, they're pushing each other. What a fun thing Make shit blow up. That's why yeah. I'm here. That's, That's insane. Uh, Dale, when you asked if it went into the crowd, were you asking, like, you wanted a robot jocks situation? Where <laughs> yeah, yeah giant totally. robot oh, falls into the crowd, <laughs> kills oh, people. Oh, my God. The robot day we went to robot jocks. <laughs> oh. It's just, a, you think if BattleBots has gotten that far in, yeah. like, what, 20 years? Yeah, 20 years. So, we're up to 250 pounds. 250 tons is right can, around the corner. It can be up to 500 pounds if it has walking legs instead of wheels. Dope. Oh, it doesn't man. move as fast, but it's like fucking enormous. There's this one. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, oh, it's called. It was something different before they re-engineered it. And now it has like eight spider walking legs Ooh. and a hammer. It's unreal, man. It's so much fun to watch. Nice. Is right. this streaming or I'm is this it. like on cable? It's on cable. It's on. It's a. I still have a TV. Cable TV. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't unplugged yet, Jeff. <laughs> it's on Discovery Channel. Cut yeah, the I, cord. I, I have Netflix as my only. Oh, and Disney Plus, I guess. Is oh. Just, can't, Wait, doesn't Disney Plus already. have Discovery as well? I have no idea. Mm. Maybe it'll show up. I, I know it's on Hulu it. in the states, so. Hulu. There's all, all right. this stuff on Hulu, and I have no idea. Sorry, where I kept talking. That. I know you're like, well, no, hour this was great, but I've hit the point. So I went this entire episode pee? without peeing, and this now I'm like, to... we got to end because I'm a, I'm about to, I'm just about to pee all over myself. Oh, yeah, the second time. Did in we this talk about history. the diet you're doing on the podcast, or were we talking about that before? We were talking about that before. Because you want to talk about it? What eight? Well, I've just what. So I'm doing this fucking. So you all of a sudden have to pee. Pandemic life sucks ass and i spend every other week just like totally alone in my apartment and i don't see other people i only have noah every other week because courtney and i share custody so uh i found this fitness challenge that people have been posting about online it's called 75 hard the whole premise of this thing is that yeah <laughs> eh? 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 41 hard <laughs> the whole <laughs> Like three and a half hard. <laughs> so the whole premise of three this thing is it's just like hard. it's a free <laughs> fitness challenge. You do it for 75 days. Uh every day you read 10 pages of a nonfiction book. You cool. uh you do a diet, any diet, it doesn't matter, but you don't do cheat meals, you don't take days off from it, you drink a gallon of water. Uh, you do one 45-minute workout outside. You do one 45-minute workout inside or outside. And uh, I think that's it. But if you miss a single one of those 
steps, you start the whole challenge. You don't get like, you don't get to miss one. If you miss one, you start the challenge at day one again. So I, I just like, I found this thing and I'm like, oh, it'd be really fucking nice to like, A, have something to focus on right Goals. now and yeah, B, like, cool. just feel like I've accomplished something at the end of the day. So yeah. I'm doing this, uh, this dumbass challenge. And one of the things is drink a gallon of water. And as Jeff and I were talking about before we started recording, you just you you do not stop peeing. I can see you doing that, Derek. You're I'm like, doing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. Had a couple oh, of Tennille asked Cleo placements. Uh, yeah, placements. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Tennille asked what diet I'm doing, so I'm doing intermittent fasting because oh, yeah. it seems like the easiest one. So I eat everything within eight hours, and it doesn't fucking matter what you eat. Uh, and then from so I That's eat between eleven and seven, and then outside of that, I just don't eat. So it gets rid of like late night snacking. Uh, and Dale, what are you? <laughs> and Joe Rogan does it. Great, love him. Big, big Jr. fan here. Joe Anything oh Joe Rogan does is fine by Dale. <laughs> I I was telling Dale like uh, last week that um, recently because I've just sort of run out of podcast material because you guys don't do enough podcasts. Uh, <laughs> I've run out of because you're the only one I listen to. Uh, I've been watching the Joe Rogan things in clips. And mm -hmm. it's not Joe. I used to be pissed off like Joe Rogan sucks is bullshit. I can't listen. I tried to listen to like the full like two and a half hour episodes and I can't oh, do it. Yeah, it's no. fucking unpalatable. So, uh, but I've been finding the clips of like specific things that I like. And it's not him. It's the guests that I find. Yes. Like it's the guests. Some Joe Rogan. Some of them are like, fucking awful. And Joe Rogan's the really bread and the sandwich. He just. Yeah. But that's the thing. The if you just like, insides. no, I like Jeff's thing because you're like, oh, I like what this person has to say or what they're talking about. Mm. I'm going to listen to them and not Joe Rogan. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure as fuck not going to listen to two hours of that fucking. Oh, my God. I, selling no way. New tropics or whatever yeah, the fuck it is. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Tell me more about DMT. I don't know what it is. I don't care. Oh, I don't want to look at a poster all day. Dude, when he talks about going to the DMT dimension, I'm like, yes, talk about this. More. Oh, I'm God. like, no, thank But like, I'll listen to like the stuff about the amazon and i'll like i like the alien shit i will eat the alien shit up all day because like there's no way we're alone where there's there's aliens that live with us for sure i'm just, I'm just kidding I, don't know. I have no idea dude, I just no but that's right dude if you like the um the amazon shit you gotta yeah. either listen to or read graham hancock's new book earth before is fucking amazing it talks okay, about gotta, like I don't want to be the one that wraps this up. We can talk about it offline. Derek looks like he's going to die. Yeah, like he's, I am. He's like, I'm going to piss myself. I can taste okay. this right now. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think okay. that's because of me, Jeff. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get one of those COVID slabs, ladies? Uh, <laughs> hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Outrage Factory. An extra special thanks to Jeff Gauthier for joining us. Jeff, if people want to, you know, if they like the shit uh, you had to say, is there? can they find you online? Is I there... don't say shit. I have a YouTube channel. Uh, it's youtube.com slash Jeff Gauthier, I think. What do you put up on, on there? Uh, mostly Harley Davidson repair videos. <laughs> nice. If you like Harley <laughs> Davidson repair videos, uh, and, then, and, and some, I, I used to play some, uh, like do some bass reviews on there. Back my older stuff is like bass guitar reviews. Uh, and then uh, I'm at, on. I changed my Instagram handle. I'm at G E O F F underscore G E E Jeff G at uh, uh, on the Instagram. Oh, cool. Yeah, and you're not on Twitter anymore, right? You no, left I haven't been on, I've been Twitter free for a while uh, and I'm very happy now. And uh, I have been Facebook free for uh, four years now. And I think I've been Twitter free for like a, a good solid year at least. So, nice. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. 
everyone go check jeff out on a uh, youtube or instagram uh, you motorcycles can... yeah or, <laughs> base, or old base or reviews. base yeah. reviews yeah uh I have been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You cannot really, I guess you can find me on Instagram uh, if you want to. I am also no longer on Twitter. Yeah, did you uh, quit? You, you quit Twitter? I kind of went oh, out sorry, in a blaze of glory. I'll tell you I the listen, story. I, no, I listened, to, I listened to the podcast, so oh, I'm okay. sort of up to speed on it. But yeah, uh, <laughs> don't you feel a little bit better? I'm do- oh, I'm, I'm like, Best holy guest ever. shit. I should have yeah, done man. this like forever ago. Like, it's just like. It just we, can, we but we'll it, talk to you about it later because yeah. you care so much about Twitter when you're exactly, and then when you're not there, it doesn't care, and nobody you're misses like, you. None nobody, of this like, shit matters. Nobody gives a rat's ass that I'm not there. Like I remember taking a month off of Twitter one time, and literally nobody noticed. Nobody. So I'm taking a year off. I'm sure no one's noticed because they're all talking about themselves. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's that is Twitter in a nutshell. So yeah, yeah my my life is uh, vastly improved since I left. Anyway, sorry I didn't mean to cut you off. You're trying to end the podcast, Dave. That's fine. Uh, Dale, Dale, what do Dale do the closing spiel? I'm still on Twitter. You can find me at Super Dalebot. Uh, if you want to look at the actual podcast Twitter, it's at Outrage Fact Pod. I tw- I post like once or twice a week. I try to I'm trying to post more and follow more people. I post the video links for this and the audio links, and then I'll post a clip. I started a TikTok just to do like one minute clips. I try to do one from each episode, and that dances. Yeah, that's, I don't do dance. That's just at Dale DeRitter because whatever. I made it. Um, yeah, Holy Christ, do you have to list any more, man? Seriously, Dale. Uh, <laughs> Derek's going to die. Come on. Patri- Did you say the Patreon? That's the important one. Give us and money. The fucking show. Is it is the Patreon just Outrage Fact Pod? Mm, yeah, probably. Oh, and if you want to send us feedback, just hit us up at Gmail, OutrageFactPod at gmail.com. That's it. If you would like to buy my pee pants, please. <laughs> oh, we do have swag that I put up on Redbubble. I just did it that way so you could go and get it up. So oh you don't God, have to go through us. Face. You could just go buy it and then they send it to you. Uh, and lastly, until next week. Stay angry. Stay angry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see his face? He was going to die. Ah. Oh. <laughs>